Welcome to Massive Late Fee. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to A Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is my co-host Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? It is September 29th, 1995. We've had a great week here at Massive Late Fee. We're in a new space. Yeah. I, I don't know if you can hear a bit of a difference in the audio quality of the show. If it's a little more echoey, I apologize. But uh, furniture is being moved in. And we might get some some of the, the... If I can find... I don't know where they they get it, but the soundproofing like tiles that you can put on the walls. If you have, if you've ever seen at like a professional recording studio where musicians do recording and stuff. That sounds like it would be really hard to find and <laughs> really expensive. Well, they have, they have to have some sort of supplier that makes them for those recording studios. So sure. I, I don't know how expensive they are, but we might have to get something like that. I don't know. Well, we'll see when we, when this comes out, we'll see if it's uh, too echoey, but we the more have- furniture and stuff's in the room, the less, echoey it is so. it might be echoey even with the furniture though because we have moved into the basement yeah we're now we're underground yeah we're preparing for just in case <laughs> we're bunkering in the <laughs> bunker <laughs> just in case bob dole gets elected president <laughs> uh no but so this week here we've got some news going on carol you always like to talk about how you know we're we're both smokers and not smokers apparently I don't we know. go back and forth. Well, some of us do. <laughs> some of us enjoy a cigarette out at the bowling alley, but <laughs> and then Who make would that be? and I then make no the other person smoke as well. <gasps> I've never made you do any such thing. Well, it's just because smoking, I make it look so good, right? Yeah. Well, anytime you know, there's something in your mouth that looks good. <laughs> exactly. I know what I'm doing. Anyway, so. Uh, experts have okayed a new no-smoking gum. Apparently, it's some kind of gum that has nicotine in it that will help you stop smoking. You know, I, I know that nicotine is the drug that is contained in the cigarette, but right. I still don't think a piece of gum can replace a cigarette. Like, there's something about mm-hmm. the process of smoking yeah, no, I, I agree with you, but uh, but apparently it, uh, you know, you'll be able to get a nicotine high from it. Well, yeah. Smith Klein is the company that is planning to market it. No idea what it's going to be called yet, but interesting news there. It does sound better than the idea I had in my fifth grade um, science fair. Oh, yeah. What was that? Nicotine lotion. <laughs> Because back then, I wanted my aunt to stop smoking. Uh-huh. So I came up with this idea because she liked nice smelling lotion. Nicotine lotion. And I thought we could just put the nicotine in the lotion and then nobody would even know. It's not like, you know, because the patches are ugly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Did they even have patches at that time? Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize the patches have been around that long. Yes. Okay. <laughs> are you trying to say I'm old? No, no, not at all. I'm not for <clears throat> But you know what? You know what is an old-fashioned idea. This article: TV causes up to sex. Forget yesterday's separate beds. The tube turns up the heat, and they contrast an episode of the Dick Van Dyke Show uh-huh. with Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore. 
to uh, Mad About You. Okay. <laughs> and Helen Hunt and Paul Reiser and how they're laying on a bed together. How scandalous. Yeah, a married couple terrible. in a bed together. Whoa. Are, we, were they, are they married yet? Yes. Yeah, they're, they've been married the entire show. Are you sure? Yes. There's no, there's, there's no point they were ever dating. They've been married. I remember seeing them get married. Maybe that's a flashback episode. Okay. Or they renewed their vows or something. I don't know. I haven't seen every episode of Man About You, but they start out married. Okay. So, yeah. What you do, do, do. That's not scandalous. No, it's dumb. Yes. It's not even like they, they don't even like make out or anything a lot. No, they really don't. There's this one episode that's so, so funny, though, where like they haven't had sex in a long time. And... They're trying to schedule like when they're gonna have sex, and um, oh, he's like out of town and stuff. Yeah, like that's just yeah, like yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah. I really think we should have sex. Yeah, I remember that <laughs> yeah. episode. It's a good episode. Uh, we should do that show soon. I think that was <laughs> season one. Right? Speaking of yeah, speaking of uh, shows. Um, oh, yeah. okay. Cool. I thought you were gonna say speaking of uh, sex. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, so. <laughs> Speaking of shows, we, we shows. didn't watch any shows or no. movies or anything. But before you get mad and break our tape and throw it at the wall, mm-hmm. we're going to do something even better. So hang in there. Well, I don't know if I would say it's even better. I think so. Well, okay. You guys remember how we used to do our our um, You know that tapes? shit that we, that we do every week? You know that horrible <laughs> shit we do every week? This is better. We've been holding out the entire time. We could have been doing this better show the entire time, but I just it's different. It's a nice it's a nice switch. It's a up. treat. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's better. Like a candy bar, okay, is not necessarily better than a filet mignon dinner, right? No. But it's still delicious. Yeah. And 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 maybe if it was only once in a while, it is better. Okay. Shut up. Anyway, I'm not done with the news, just so you know, as you're trying to transition into this but thing that we're going to do this week. You distracted week. me with Helen Hunt and Paul Reiser in bed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, a, a, a uh, foppish Jewish man and, uh, <laughs> and a skinny blonde. That's enough to distract anybody. <laughs> what red-blooded American... Wouldn't get distracted from curly-haired Paul Reiser. Jeez. Remember when he wanted to betray Ripley and bring an alien back in uh, the movie Aliens? Yeah, he's an asshole. You're an asshole, Paul Reiser. In real life. And and what you talk about the airplane food. My dad makes the airplane food. (laughs) Just joking. Anyway, so the new cast of Saturday Night Live. Yes. Have you heard of that show? Saturday Night Live? Yeah. You ever heard no, of it? No, I haven't heard of that show. I've heard of Saturday Night Live. That's what I just said. That's not, though. <laughs> well, in case you're unfamiliar, it's a variety television series <laughs> that airs live on Saturday nights on NBC. Thank you. With an idea stolen from the National Lamp. <laughs> I was not familiar at all. Anyway, so new cast coming out. They, they talk about uh, some of the returning characters or returning cast and everything like like Molly Sims, like Norm MacDonald, one of my favorites. Love Norm MacDonald. And they talk about, uh, you know, uh, Tim Meadows, David Spade. The new people 
Interesting. So, uh, I like oh, Spade. Mark McKinney, too. And uh, Norm McDonald. From the kids in the hall. They're good. <laughs> but the new cast uh, are uh, some people named. Let me, oh, here it is. Uh, Jim Brewer. Uh, I, I think I've seen a couple like stand up things from him. Uh, Will Farrell, who I'm not familiar with at all. Uh, Daryl Hammond, I'm also unfamiliar with him. Uh, uh, David Keckner, uh, Sherry O'Terry, and Nancy Walls. Hmm. Okay. So they are the uh, new cast members. New kids on the block, huh? Have you heard of any of them? No. Okay. I don't recognize a single name you just said. So, I, and I that is know. the honest to God's truth. This Will Ferrell dude looks like a goofball. I'll tell you that much. Just like a tall, goofy drink of water in this picture. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, like I said, Jim Brewer is the only one that I kind of know. I don't, it's because I'm from stand-up comedy, because I watch a lot of stand-up comedy. I'm going to assume that Farrell and Daryl Hammond and David Keckner and Sherry O'Terry and Nancy Walls all don't come from from stand-up. Okay. A lot of times they'll get people from because it's in, it, it's not really in, it's not improvisation. There's sket, skitches, right. sket, sketch, skitches, sketches, 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 snitchers that they write beforehand. Wow, have you been drinking? But they only that new nicotine gum. All right, <laughs> I've got a, I've got a tobacco high or a nicotine mm. high. I'm flying. Then that's that's the it's the lamest high though, isn't it? Of any drug, I don't. There's no such thing. Like maybe, maybe my no first thing. cigarette, my very first cigarette, I got swimmy. Like I head. literally actually had to lay on the ground, like because I felt like I was going to fall over. But after that, it was there was no high. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree. It's you have to go a long time in between cigarettes to. You know, to get that swimmy feeling. But it's never really a high. It's it's just a make me feel normal again. <laughs> just make it better, okay? Let's just do some whippets after the uh, after the show. Make the shaking and right. everything bad in the world stop. They talk about the best and worst cast from the past of Saturday Night Live. What do you think? Who, who do you? Who would you say was the best of the past people from Saturday well, Night Live? Like I said, I don't know if you heard me because I kind of interrupted you. You did. Um, now, not forgive, you. Forgive me. I'll forgive McDonald. you. McDonald. Is it Norm? Yeah, Norm McDonald. Okay, because I always think it's Nor. Like, nor would I, nor. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, Norm McDonald. Someone named their child Nor. <laughs> People are weird. And uh, David Spade, they're my favorite. But from the past. I, I never have a past favorite. You know, like Chevy Chase and Bill Murray and hey, I, I wasn't John alive Belushi back then, and I didn't and, watch the tapes. You know, uh, what's this, Dennis Miller? Hey, babe. Nope. Sorry. Eddie Murphy's mine. Okay. Eddie Murphy saved that show. Well, I mean, Eddie if it Murphy, weren't for Eddie Murphy, Saturday Night Live wouldn't exist anymore. Eddie Murphy's amazing, but like literally, I didn't watch Saturday Night Live in the eighties, so Sue. So. I can't speak to it. I can only say, yeah, he's a great 
comedian. I'm Gumby, damn it. What the fuck? That's one of Eddie Murphy's sketches. Oh. <laughs> and Mr. Robin, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of great ones. Buckwheat. Eddie Murphy was the best. He was in almost every sketch every night. Wow. Yeah. Him and Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo doesn't get as much credit for uh, also helping to save Saturday Night Live because his career sucked after that. And Eddie Murphy's didn't. So Okay. But moving on to the main topic of to the day. To treat the candy bar the dessert of the evening. Yeah. Move, moving on to the <laughs> Snickers of this show. We are going to listen to some music. Yeah. That's all, though. We're not going to talk about awesome. it. We're just going to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, we have nothing to say about it. So, If you remember, we did some some massive mixtapes, and then Carol said, no more ever again. We're not I doing didn't, it. I didn't. I just got tired. Yeah. It happens. Like, there's a lot of life going on in between these tapes. No. We don't have a life. <laughs> and so, yeah. So we stopped doing them. And now she, she, all of a sudden, she wants to do one again because she didn't want to go see a movie this week. Well, it's not that I didn't want to go see Clockers. It's that, like, you know, there was way too much going on this week. Okay. And music is right, right there. <laughs> don't have to go anywhere. Is I don't a, even have to put is this on a, a commercial bra. for music. I don't even have to put on a bra to listen to music. Movies are movies are all across town, but music's right there. <laughs> So speaking of right there, why don't you tell us about the music we listened to? Our first two songs so going head to head against each other. My pick for the week was Cheryl Crow mm-hmm. um, Can't Cry Anymore. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> and you want me to talk about it now? No, I want you to give 10 minutes of silence. <laughs> In respect for Cheryl Crow and her artistic ability, well, and then talk about it. I thought we were going to give them a little taste and then talk about it. Oh, you want to hear a little bit of the music? I think that they would like to, sure. All right, well, here is Can't Cry Any Longer. Anymore. Noticing a theme with Cheryl Crow. Like, I love, I love, Long, love, love. curly hair. Yes. Is that the theme? And, and um, is it Tuesday Night Music Club or Saturday Night Music Club? I don't know. I, what the, the fuck are n- you talking about? She has a scene. Is this, is this a Christian thing that you, uh, that you're attending that I'm, I'm not aware of? She has, Come on, guys. It's Saturday Night Music Club. She has a CD. And it is called... Yeah, I, was, I assumed she put out a CD. It is called Saturday Night or Tuesday Night, I think Tuesday Night, Music Club. Mm-hmm. And on it is Can't Cry Anymore, oh. along with um, Run Baby Run, no. I Shall Believe. Yeah, it's, it's still sounding like Christian music. <laughs> and um, the, the one that we did before by her, which was... All I Wanna Do. Yeah. So... Both this song, Can't Cry Anymore, mm-hmm. and Run, Baby, Run, talk about running away from your problems. Okay. And I think that's kind of what her life is like and maybe what her music is about. 
You think so? About running away from her problems? Perhaps. Hmm. What do you think? I don't know. <laughs> Is that good content? It's <laughs> fantastic. I don't know much about Cheryl Crow's life. I, I'll tell you, I'm not the biggest fan. I don't dislike her music. Mm. Every every song, like, and this song that we listen to is good, you know. Every song we've listened to of hers, I've liked, but, you know, I'm not going to say it's girl music or anything like that, but it's just like, I'm not, I don't know, like, it doesn't... It, it doesn't chick music. It doesn't speak to me, you know what I mean? Like, I don't fully connect with it. I understand that. Uh, but I can I can definitely see that. Do you think that she? Do you think she's run away from her problems in the past, and now she's kind of confronting that in her music, or do you think she's using her music to continue to run? Well, I think that you know she talks about like in the song. Okay, she's talking about different kinds of problems, like being poor and like her brother being on heroin, and you know mm-hmm. just life. So, <laughs> you know, life. <laughs> Everyone's brothers on heroin nowadays, and and we're seeing like in the music video, we're seeing images it's the 90s, of nineties like, man tour buses and things, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think that she is always kind of on the go, and right. so I think maybe she uses the music as a way to run away because she's touring. Yeah, that's possible. I don't know, but I mean, I mean, I maybe she's also confronting. In some ways, like anyone who does any kind of art, it's like you're confronting what's inside of you. A lot of times, yeah. People will use that. So, I mean, she's maybe working out her demons while at the same time running away from her problems. You can do both. Yeah, sure. That's interesting. That's an interesting take on the song. So what did you think overall of the song? I really, I mean, I really enjoyed it. It's mm-hmm. She's so upset she can't cry anymore. Like getting to that place where you're just like, done you you're know. all cried out you're yeah. empty so i mean it's kind of sad husk. but it still sounds upbeat because most of her music kind of still has a poppy sound it even does sound. when she's sad do you think all i want to do is about running away from your problems no what do you think that's about having fun um because that that could be considered like all i want to do is have some fun actually and not think about my life <laughs> Yeah, and you know, and the reality of the situation is she's just like watching other people live their life and not doing anything in the middle of the day, and then talking about how she just wants to have fun and stuff. So it's kind of not really the happiest song either because she she's likes a beer not having fun early in the morning, right? Who doesn't? I sure would like one right now. Anyway, well, it's not early in the morning either. Doesn't matter. But that is can't cry anymore now. On to my pick for this round of whatever the hell this is, <laughs> which is Misery. So take a listen to Misery by Soul Asylum. So that was Misery. Another kind of going on with the theme, I guess, of mm-hmm. this first round, a a song that is dark in lyrical content, but kind of upbeat in in the the melody and the beats. Yeah, you know, in the in the music department. 
It's weird because it's it's clearly I think about suicide and things like that. You know, uh, put me out of my misery. I'd do it for you. Would you do it for me? Kind of stuff like that. Almost like a suicide pact sort of thing. And it's, but it's everyone in the video is like smiling. Everyone that's not the band, you can't see the band's face because their hair is all in front of their <laughs> right. face. They have the hair. They look like the thing from the Adams family. <laughs> and yes, but everyone else is smiling and kind of they're dancing around. Yeah. It reminded me of a school field trip to like the Morley chocolate factory where you get to see how chocolate's made. Cause uh, we got to see how CDs are, are made. Yeah. And how that's kind of cool. How CDs are made and how their covers are pressed and everything. Cause that's, they're making misery and they're, they're literally making the song misery. Now I have a question though. Is it on an album called misery? Is that what they were making in the video? The album that the song is on? I think they're making the single. For the uh, for the song that makes sense. So they're literally making the song called "Misery," right? And it's I, what do you think they're trying to say? Or do you think they're trying to say that their their music is miserable, <laughs> like not in a way where it's terrible, but in a way where it's it makes you feel bad to listen to it? Well, I mean, this is the same band that did "Runaway Train," so I'm gonna go with yeah. Wow, that's some some deep knowledge of Soul Asylum there. Are you making fun of me? No. <laughs> okay, because that really seemed, that really seemed like it. <laughs> no, not at all, Carol. Never. Uh, uh, so such an ass. What? But I'm just saying that's it's it's a weird. What do you think? What do you think about the song? What do you think it's about? I I love it. Like the way that it makes me feel when they're like frustrated, incorporated. like yeah i get it i feel it like it's sad sounding but also angry and Mm -hmm. you know they want to like turn it into maybe something tangible oh okay i gotcha that's that's what i think it's a catharsis song yes interesting i can see that so if you had to pick between the two songs to move on to the next round who would you pick Ooh. These are all songs on the Billboard Hot 100, by the, the Hot 100, mm. by the way. That's hard because... Mm. It's difficult, right? Like, Sheryl Crow is my girl. Oh, I know. You love her music. And I really like the song. It's a good song. But Soul Asylum's song is also very, very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I'm still going to have to back my girl, though. Well, I would vote for Soul Asylum, Misery, so I don't know where we go from here. Because <laughs> We could use the cat as a tiebreaker. Okay. Is she still in the room? No. Okay. Well, then I don't know what to do. <laughs> okay, fine. You I guess. S- viewers, listeners. We can do Soul Asylum. Well, it did sound like you were moving in that direction. I was. All right. All right. So Soul Asylum moves on to the next round. Yes. So moving on to round two. The... <laughs> The next song that we listened to or watched the video for, you know, we had to scope out MTV all day. Yeah. That's never a wasted day, though. That's a good day. I guess. There's a lot of crap on there now, though. 
Well, it's yeah. Not, it's not music videos it's much anymore. And uh, even some of those music videos are kind of crap. Oh, yeah. We'll get to it. <laughs> but next is Come Down by Bush. So let's listen to that. So that's Come Down by Bush. What What is he coming down from? Oh, what do you think he's coming down from? <laughs> he doesn't want to come back to, down from this cloud. Right. You were talking about everybody's brother being a heroin addict. Right. <laughs> he sings about heroin a lot. Do you think he has a problem? Do you think he had a problem? Define problem. Uh, hard drugs. I, I guess, I guess, the, I guess it's hard to be a functioning uh, heroin addict. Or right. I think he's done heroin, yeah. Like, he might still struggle with heroin addiction. I don't know. I, I, I guarantee. Well, I don't. I can't. I guess I can't guarantee. But I would be very shocked based on his lyrical content if he didn't da- at least dabble in heroin. Right, right. Sure sounds like it. I've known some dabblers in my day. Rarely turns out well. No. No, it's definitely. I'm sorry, but that's not that's a damn back down from this cloud. What do you think? I like the song. It's a great song. I like everything pretty much that Bush does. (laughs) I like Bush too. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) No, they're one of my they're one of my favorite bands, and I like this song a lot. I mean, there's not a lot to say about it necessarily. It's it's. Artistic and it's well written, you know. It's evocative of a lot of different emotions, but in a lot of ways, it's very straightforward. I have a question, and mm-hmm. maybe I'm being stupid because I I have never done heroin myself. Mm-hmm. Um, the rubber bands or whips or whatever that's on the one dude. Mm-hmm. What's that about? Tying on. So when you inject heroin. You use, that's like a medical thing, like medical tubing, right? Uh You tie your arm so that the vein becomes prominent. It's like you're cutting off circulation so your vein becomes prominent. So you can find the vein to more easily inject the drugs directly into your bloodstream. So you think the giant rubber strings connected to the guy playing his guitar were Mm -hmm. were supposed to be like comically large versions of those? Yes. They were all over the video. Yeah, for sure. Huh. That's that's what that's definitely what they're supposed to be. I thought it was interesting too the like fish eye lens the entire time like you're looking through a peephole. I yeah. guess is that supposed to be voyeuristic in nature? Is like is that the reason for it, or is it because it distorts everything so it makes it look strange? Which you know can happen when you go through like a, a heroin high and stuff like that, or is it both reasons? I don't know, but it was kind of creepy because he was almost mm-hmm. like crab walking at one point. Yeah. And uh, and he gets closer and his arms get like comically long. Yeah. We keep saying comically, but nothing about the video is comical. Oh, it's hilarious. Just absurd, I guess. <laughs> it was like a Fellini film. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Like, But it was kind of scary because it's like, it's like you're looking through somewhere you're not supposed to look and seeing something that's not even supposed to exist. And it's creepy. Yeah. What do you think the blonde woman represents in the video? Honestly, at first, 
and don't hate me for this, I thought maybe a transvestite Ooh. because she's like kind of like broad shouldered um, and haggard. Um, but I think it might be like a mother. So like, you think very it's, much an older woman? You think his mother was a heroin addict? Maybe. Ooh. I learned it from watching you, Mom. Right? <laughs> I learned skin popping from you, Mom. Oh. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a possibility. Yeah, she's definitely old. She's too old to be a love interest, for sure. <laughs> what? She looked like shit. She did. I mean, if she was supposed to be, like, you know, in Glamorous. her 20s or something, uh, then she's been doing heroin way too long. Right. What's the right amount of time to do heroin? <laughs> I don't know. Give yourself one long weekend, guys. <laughs> You'll be fine. Right? Don't do heroin. It's not a good idea. No. Speaking of not a good idea, our next song is Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Okay. I, Let's I, listen to it first. Okay. My eyes become large and the light that you shine can't be seen. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so I have to say, I have to admit this. You don't have to say anything. I do. I like this song so much yeah. that I drove the DJ at the radio station crazy by calling every day when I got home and asking them to play Kiss from a Rose. Um... And they wouldn't play it because they don't play that music on that station. <laughs> you called the classical station. <laughs> Country 102.7. Well, Kiss from a rose. <laughs> I was calling the alternative station. Oh, okay. They, yeah, they that song's alternative. <laughs> um, but you yeah. couldn't call the, the whatever, the uh, contemporary or the... You I know. don't listen to that. <laughs> you couldn't have? So, so to hear that song? I just thought I could convince um, our station to play it, but I couldn't. We don't even own that album, (laughs) ma'am. But, like, here's the thing, though. Even though I really like it, like, it makes me feel like like all sorts of warm and fuzzy, Mm -hmm. like, love feelings. Um, You're not alone. It's an incredibly popular song. But it's terrible. I mean, it... (laughs) Like, I finally got a hold of the lyrics, okay? Mm-hmm. I did not buy it, but a friend of mine bought it, mm-hmm. and we read the words, and they mean nothing. It means nothing, guys. Like, yeah. a kiss from a rose on the gray? What does that even mean? Isn't, that, it's a, isn't he saying a kiss from a rose on the grave? No. The gray. He's talking about how when it snows, okay, his eyes become, become large, yeah, like. and the light that you shine can be seen. And then, yeah, 
And then he's, he's talking, talking about the bat signal. And the, maybe <laughs> I don't know. And then he's talking about like wait, what part of because it's like what it's part like, of Batman is the gray? <laughs> oh no! No wonder Vicky Vale left. Batman's like, I, I can only get off if you can't spam the gray. <laughs> oh my god! It's just and yeah, the, the, Michelle Pfeiffer or not Michelle Pfeiffer? What's her name? Uh, uh, Kim Basinger was like, yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> it was just it was so bad it was so bad this the song is the song's one of those i mean obviously if we were gonna pick and we're not gonna pick yet but if we were gonna pick if if kiss from a rose won, it would not be because of artistic merit right because it's not it's it's not an artistic song but it's not necessarily a horrible song either Seal has a good voice. Yeah, no, Seal, like, yeah, it sounds good. Like I said, it gives you the warm fuzzies if you just listen to it. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it or watch the terrible, oh, the terrible video. video. The vi- pairing pairing this song, first of all, I don't even know why this song's on the soundtrack. Right. But pairing this song, the video, with the just intercutting clips of this horrible goofy movie it's this is the movie wasn't good and this is worse than the movie and like at one point there's a picture of val kilmer's face Mm -hmm. and it's just such a terrible pose and expression that like it made me like drop stuff he yeah he's (laughs) looking like shocked at something in the corner it's terrible why like who made this video shame on you Yeah, who's cutting together videos? And what a lazy video. Hey, let's get Seal, and we'll get a replica bat symbol, and we won't even pay for a full shirt for him. <laughs> and then we'll just cut in clips of the movie. Yeah. Lazy. Oh, no. Not good. <laughs> kiss on the gray, huh? Yeah, a kiss from a rose on the gray. Now, it's talking about, like I said, it's talking about light uh. and the dark. Sure. So I think Rejects, juxtaposing the light. gray is like in between the light and the dark, between Batman and his love or whatever. Mm. That's, I mean, if I'm trying to give it some kind of validation as, sure. you know, meaning anything, and but not just it's a still creepy terrible. sex act that uh, Bat's like. <laughs> right. I'm going to oh. hang upside down. You kiss me on the gray. <laughs> I'm not going to to sleep tonight. No. <laughs> Oh, and then and then Val Kilmer says, "You know, guano's edible." Wow! <laughs> wow! Oh my goodness! So, Carol, yes, Mark. Between "Come Down" and "Kiss from a Rose," what do you got? Are we going strictly on the song, or are we going on the song and the video? Whatever criteria you want. Well, come down because it means something. What if it was by the song in the video? You pick Kiss from a Rose? No, no. That's why I picked it because I'm looking at both things. What if you were only looking at the song? Then I would pick Kiss from a Rose. Why? Because it makes you me feel the warm. You just got over talking about how it doesn't mean anything. But it gives me the warm, you know, good feelings. Okay. Well, I'm picking Come Down as well. <laughs> So, our final battle is between Come Down and Misery. Two very happy songs. <laughs> we, we we must be the most miserable people in the world. 
We always pick such depressing songs. Not always. Okay. Not always. Most of the time. Although I guess the other the other choices were Can't Cry Anymore, which is not exactly a happy song, and yeah. Kiss from a Rose, which is just... It's romantic. Yeah, it's romantic. Hey, we did Buddy Holly back in the day. What? You had sex with Buddy Holly? <laughs> no, darling, we had sex with Buddy Holly. Come on. <laughs> You know that Weezer song. Ooh. Hey, before you get on that plane, Mr. Holly. <laughs> you like a three-way? <laughs> you know I do 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 do. Or whatever, I don't know. You know how he's the, you know. Sure, sure I know. Pegasu, you know. Wow. You know him. Uh-huh. You know Buddy Holly. Sure. You remember that night? Sure. No, we did, yeah, we did the Weezer song, you're yeah. right. So I mean that was a happy song. And you're Mary Tyler Moore, right? I am. I don't look like Buddy Holly, though. <laughs> I'm not tall and gangly, and I don't have giant Coke bottle glasses. Right. So, Misery, come down. We got to crown a, a champion of the Billboard Hot 100. Come down. <sighs> Bush is king. <laughs> what if I said Misery, though? Then Bush is still king, because it's Bush. <laughs> In any tie, you win. In any tie, Bush wins. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess since I'm being railroaded, I'll have to say Bush. Yay. That is a good song, though. They are they are one of my favorite bands. So Bush wins. I guess that's it. So let us know if you liked this, and maybe we'll bring back the mixtapes once in a while. Not all the time. I still think doing the movies are better. <laughs> Well, I'm not saying we're going to stop. We could bring it back as bonus. Like, we used to do these as bonus episodes. Yeah, next week we'll be watching a movie. For sure. But, um, you know, we might go back to doing these as bonus episodes and putting them on our website. Maybe. And then, you know, like, having it so that people could give us some money for them. Like, yeah. Yeah, that could happen. So we could make some money off of this. We could. You cheap So fucks. we can buy some tapes. Because <laughs> we're poor. Next week... In case you guys are interested, we're watching the well, talking about Batman Forever. We're talking about we're watching the Nicole Kidman movie To Die For. I like Nicole Kidman. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, well we'll see. <laughs> we, we don't know if it's cool or not. Well, we I don't know if I'm gonna like the movie, but I know I get to look at Nicole Kidman for two hours, so I'm kind of happy about that. Oh, really? Aren't you? Come on. Eh. She's okay. She's hot. I don't know about that. I think so. I don't know if I go that far. She's to die for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell the people stuff. Tell them stuff, for sure. Like, you know, that we're awesome and they should listen to us. Yeah, and all the other stuff. Okay, write us, latefee1994 at AOL.com. <laughs> you want to just skip that part? <laughs> Nobody listens to the end anyway. Go to our website, retrolatefee.com. Yeah. Read some stuff that we write there, too, or that I write and Carol never does anything with. Someday I will again write something, I swear. All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.